0: The following program, Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by... A comic shop. Orlando's number one comic and nerd destination. Where you can see me probably crying in a corner. And with generous support from listeners like you. To learn how you can support other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com.
1: All.
0: Flame on. Welcome to Flame On. I'm Brian. And I'm here with people. Say hi, people. You forgot Hello. our names. Hi, people. Hello. Totally forgot your names. It's yeah. been only like, what, six years? <laughs> so, uh, we are here to talk about gay, geeky stuff. If you've never listened to this show, this is an episode. And you are in for a lot of spoilers. You're in for a lot of things in pop culture that we found interesting in the last couple weeks. Um, again, I mentioned there's spoilers. I don't know what we're spoiling this episode, but we'll spoil something. So don't complain. We'll give you a head start. If you hear something coming up you don't want to know about it, you should skip ahead.
3: Not a ton of things. I Not a think... lot.
0: Yeah, no. We're going to save the big stuff. Spider-Man, by the way, some of us haven't seen it. Some of us have been in Provincetown. We'll get to it. We'll do a micro on it. We promise it'll be fun. But you don't have to worry about us spoiling that. Other things, little short films, maybe some comic books. Yeah, we Television might Television series, yeah. Television series. We do like the TV these days. Yeah, we, we spoil a lot of that. So that is BJ, who just uh, you just heard. Say hi, BJ. Hi, BJ. Very nice and literal. There's Jared sitting yeah. across from me. How yeah. are you, Jared? Yeah, exactly. And our <laughs> illustrious producer and chief executive officer, Pat. What's going on, guys? And I'm Brian because I realized I never introduced myself and. I don't think anyone's ever like, you know, asked, who's, who's the host? But I should still say anyway. I don't are, know. are you a host? Sometimes.
3: For parasites?
0: Probably. All right. I'm sure there's <laughs> things growing on me somewhere. But that's not what we're here to talk about. So let's dive into some movies. Again, Spider-Man is out, but we have not seen it. Some of us have not seen it. Did you see it, Jared? I have not cared to see it. Okay, well, BJ is going to lead the charge when we talk about it. But by then, more of us will have seen it. I'm very excited, to. But as I mentioned, Pat and I were in Provincetown. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit after we finish the rest of the movie news, which <laughs> we were talking before the show started, because we do little discussions before the show starts. What? We don't I, script this? I totally scripted. This is I'm following the script. You see in my hand, yes. there's a phone yes. and it has a script. Yeah. There's a new short film by Neil Blomkampff. I don't think I said his name right. I feel bad. It sounds but like um, South African South Africans, whatever. Doesn't. Yes, 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 yes. Doesn't doesn't always come very readily. South South African name. Yes, and <laughs> Blomkamp, uh, famous for District Nine, and most recently, what was the movie? Oh, uh, um, Chappie. Yes, mm-hmm. Chappie. Yep. Yes, yep. good job. Um, so, BJ, what is this movie about? So Zygote
3: apparently was just a little short film um that he just decided to do he kind of he directed on the side um and it's just a straight up creature just a little it's a 22 minute short film you can find on YouTube and one of the most interesting things to it other than the creature which is just made out of random body parts like you do it's um it's you don't really you're not 100% sure if it takes place on earth or if it takes place in some future asteroid, all you know is it's the future, there is some sort of higher ranking official, and Dakota Fanning plays a like lower class member of this society. So there's just a ton of information that comes at you the moment you start it, and and because she's canary class, um, the major thing is that everything is biometrically screened, so like she can't use the gun until he gives his thumbprint on it. And all you know is that somebody was literally cutting up animals, stitching them back together as some sort of weird, isolated, madness, you know, Lovecraftian
5: nonsense. Sounds like Dr. Barber from uh, uh, Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. Okay, A little bit. Yeah, actually, yeah,
3: yeah. I, that I can see that. And something happens at the dig where everyone is exposed to some sort of light and this little hodgepodge creature thing starts collecting people and the corporal gouges his eyes out because he saw the lights too uh-huh so it pretty much to keep himself from going crazy he takes his eyeballs
0: out oh lovely
3: um also, since it's a futuristic society where everything's biometrically screened and the monster has like 20
0: hands.
3: Actually, I think it has about 60 hands. Um, its feet are also somewhat made of hands.
0: Oh, good. We're right on the nightmare fuel here. <laughs> oh, this yeah. Great. It's, it's got like 50 eyeballs. Ooh.
3: Some that are kind of blind. Some blinking. Some just staring at you directly. Um so there's there's an interesting moment where they actually get away from it, but then you just see it rotate hands on its arm thing, one of its arms. It's like a Swiss Army knife, and it's like this one, nah, nope, <laughs> not this one. Oh, oh, that one works. Um, so it's just very, and and from what I can tell, it can't really be killed. You can slow it down, but it's just eventually it's going to wake up and be like, oh hey, I've got a couple of more hearts in here. So that's. That's a spare, right. um, but yeah, no. The cool thing about it, the coolest thing about it, other than the creature, was actually Dakota Fanning's in it, and she's just kind of been a
0: gone for a hot minute because I yeah. think she just decided
3: to go to school like an old person.
0: Is she? Uh, she, I mean, she looks like a, she's a young lady now. I mean, she's totally passed oh, all the.
3: Honestly, if I hadn't known it was her, I would have assumed that it was either a relative or like just for one odd reason. For some odd reason, I miss Dakota Fanning so. Um, but no, it's actually it's it's terrifying, and the best part about it being on YouTube is that I skipped the super suspenseful moments by like increments of That's three not seconds. Cool, that is super cool. Oh, what it's but it's really really good, and it made it made me real realize how much I missed that director.
0: So one of my favorite movies that he did is Elysium, and that movie is very heavy handed. Eh, to some extent, District Nine maybe and Chappie about like, the social message and social commentary. Was there any perceived social commentary oh. in this film? Oh, These yeah, no. can- Canary class. Yeah, like, the... Is that like a class of people? Yes, that is okay. a class of yes. people. And she, She's like trash. <laughs> right,
5: okay, okay. Yeah. So
3: it deals with class. Well, it's a, mi- it's a mining facility, so... Yep, Canary in a coal mine. She, yeah, yep, that's yep. pretty much her only function is to just be put down there in case there's a pocket of poison gas. I see. And then they lift her back up, and then she goes about her merry way, which is back to your hole slave. So it's um, yeah, no, the, the the social class commentary is like right out the
0: gate. I mean, Elysium and, and District 9 they all had that element. Elysium very, very heavy handedly, but still good, I thought. Um, I would really like, I would actually, I don't know if I'd want to, I think I'd want this as a series in all honesty.
3: Because hmm. you, could, you could literally just have it the social class commentary as the core of the show and then, oh, by the way, somebody's building this Lovecraftian nightmare in the background.
0: And then season finale, something's eating people. Well, it might happen. I mean, he's not doing Alien, uh, Alien, whatever he was going to do. Uh, I wonder what else is he gonna, he's up to. Other than this. Uh,
5: there was like a series of kind of like independent films that he'd been kind of uh, shepherding. Shepherding, yeah. yeah.
3: It's it's I and it's they're all there. I think all the ones that he was involved with oh, in okay. some way are in the cool. uh, the related section when you. When, awesome. you go on, when you and watch so it
0: this is on YouTube so you can go online right now and watch it for free yep Zygote cool
1: now before any Dakota Fanning fanboys or fangirls uh, get upset she's been working steadily since 2000 oh, she? yeah oh. just it's well, some smaller in- roles and some other stuff but she's uh, she was in Twilight
3: yeah I knew she was in Twilight but I hadn't seen her since
1: yeah she, Lilo uh, and Stitch yeah. 2 as a voice in 2005 oh. uh, the, she was a voice in the Coraline video game
0: is a video game for Coraline
1: yeah apparently oh. yeah did and not play I that oh she was the voice of Coraline oh well that yeah. makes sense in both the movie and the video game and she's done she some other stuff oh, I forgot so it. she's keeping steady work I just didn't want any Dakota fans out there to get upset Dakota that fanboys what we call were uh, you know yes cause you know all two
5: of our fans are very very <laughs> devoted to you uh, never know
0: this yeah. day and age everyone's got their thing it could happen yeah. I mean Ron likes a lot of things so Ron does like a lot of things uh, movie wise other, other than that there's a lot coming up very soon besides Spider-Man of course um, but we're going to move into television now because I feel like there's a, a lot of exciting television over the summer usually mm-hmm. I for one am very excited about Mr. Robot coming back I need to confirm exactly when it comes back but I was just thinking oh my god when is that coming back because freaking summer shows were in the mid of July mm-hmm. not that much summer left well, so. they they've been shuffling around. Yeah, USA like, does weird.
3: USA things. does some weird stuff, and I know NBC used to put out random stuff during the summer. Right. Like they had Mer- they had BBC's Merlin running for a hot minute, and I think Hannibal was a summer series for a while, wasn't it? Or was it? A, was it I it, want to say you're right? It was like
0: an off season sort of thing. But one show that is absolutely back, and I'm very happy, is Preacher. Now, I don't think Jared, did you ever read Preacher? No. Nope. I, re- I read a little bit of it, and
3: I'm literally in the middle of the first season because I comp- they finally put it all up on Hulu. So I was like, I'm going to watch this.
0: I think the first season suffers a little bit because it's... If you're a fan of the, sh- the, the comic, the first season is basically the backstory of the first comic. And the second series, they're actually in proper story, let's go... But that's not entirely true because they do a lot of bouncing around. So it's gotten really strong. It has become, I mean, it's its such a fun show now. Whereas the first season it was trying to find out what it was doing. Mm-hmm. So if you like sort of the fear and loathing in Las Vegas, the gonzo crazy road trip adventure, but with demons and God and and. Crazy like vampires and like just normal family road trip for me. Very much, absolutely. Like they probably will be in Atlanta at some point, and then yeah. Um, but there, there's second episodes in New Orleans, and I love New Orleans. So seeing that as the backdrop for the crazy, and they, they filmed they filmed on site. I don't know. It looks like it in some places, so maybe some shots. But I, I don't know. I literally did not look up where they um they filmed all this stuff, but um. I absolutely recommend The, the Preacher Show. And, you, again, you don't have to read the comic book. The, the comic book, it actually is probably better if you don't, so you're not constantly comparing them. That's what I've, that's what I've heard. But you can go back later and go, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. Um, other television, I know there's big news. Oh,
3: yeah, I, for, I forgot to. About yeah. New
0: Warriors.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, actually, that was, okay, so there was another big news I forgot, oh, to, well, I forgot to bring up. But, um, no, they, uh, they casted Squirrel Girl. Uh, for the New Warriors TV show. And I'm forgive me if I mess her name up. Miliana Veinetrub. Okay. Vantrub? Vantrub. I'm just gonna say Vantrub. Um she was apparently in This Is Us, a drama T V series. I've never seen it. I've heard good um, things. But I've heard nothing but good things about it. But she apparently plays like a side character, um, that's featured a little bit more prevalently. Is it in a second season or th-
1: this season us? two will be coming back okay. this fall
3: um, so it's uh so yeah, she looks the part, like she looks just like her um i'm I don't know much about the New Warriors. The only thing I really knew about them was what I read about them in
0: um the original, the original Civil War story. Yeah, and that's not the most... Uh, that's a, so, the New War is a great comic in the late 90s. Mm. Uh, Mark Bagley did some really amazing art back then, and it was a fun... Not the Avengers, not the West Coast Avengers, not any known team up to that point. And this is b- before Thunderbolts, before other teams kind of came and went. It was very much a nice alternative to the X-Men. With a lot of younger characters. Basically what the Champions kind of is now. Oh, okay. Um, a little maybe less trying to draw on like the youth of the era. But, I mean, maybe it did and I just totally didn't realize it because I was young, too. Um, Speedball. Yeah, I knew he was in it. Um, Vance Astro. Like, Captain... What do they call him? They didn't call him Captain Marvel, but he was like something Marvel. Um... There are other images in my head, and I can't remember the characters. It was like a, a Mach Five character. I know because a well, Gillette Mach Five, not the Gillette. Mach 5. <laughs> <sighs> Damn I, it! I know they shuffled. Uh, I know they said because Squirrel Girl wasn't Squirrel Girl was absolutely not in the new worst. Yeah. However, being a huge fan of the current Squirrel Girl uh, sh- uh, comic and what they've done with her, if they take any of that. And it put that into the show, I'm going to be thrilled. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, that I'm almost more excited about than seeing New Warriors on the screen. But what you read, the kind of tail end of the New Warriors era, in fact, New Warriors had gone away. Yeah. They only used that as sort of the impetus to do Civil War. So it was kind of a hey, what have these crazy New Warriors been? Oh, they've been doing a reality show. Oh, they're this. And blow everything up. I mean, that's very glibly, but that's basically what it was. So they just used their thing. Uh, but what was the other big news? No, you, the
3: other big news is they announced the 13th Doctor. Okay. I was
0: definitely going to get to this. <laughs> no, I'm surprised very that wasn't at the top of your well, list. Well, it was, but I like to sort of stick to the script, if you will. Okay. So, again, I don't want to spoil this for anyone who has not, for some reason... Been paying attention to the news because it's all over the place. I
3: mean, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, because they put up a big advertisement on B. So if you want if you were on BBC America within the past like two weeks, that apparently they had promos running. Because yep. they revealed who the new doctor was, um, with a little bit less fan for fanfare. It was very. They they
0: like filmed Understated. A pro- they they filmed a promo for it. But that's better than the way they did Capaldi, because the way they did Capaldi it is was, they had this stupid it was a concert talk show, concert. Yeah, it was Who's Gonna Come Out? It was a very reality show, very yeah. you know, stupid. What I loved about this is they did have that really cool teaser
4: mm-hmm. and it
0: got a little ridiculous showing like thirteen everywhere, including the uh, uh the, the the torch of Statue of Liberty. But the follow up which came out today, we're recording on Sunday. Uh, the Sunday before this is out in the world, they had the Wimbledon wrapping up. Was It was Wimbledon, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't follow tennis. I apologize. I used How to. dare you, I used sir. to a little more than I did. Anyway. Who
5: are you apologizing to? I How don't
0: know. I'm, dare sp- you. I'm in the sporting world now. I, I should apologize. I don't know. Okay. Are you in the sporting world? Shh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so they did a little video, and it was very mysterious at first. You had this cloaked figure walking through the woods, sort of atmospheric and building tension and then you see the side of the person's face and you don't know you know, who it is. And then I think the uh, character puts her, er, their hand out and a key to the TARDIS materializes. Because on the previous promo, a key to the TARDIS like, dis, uh, what do they call that? Not- it- Disintegrated, but it's dematerialized. Like, yeah, it just disappears. It disappears with the, the TARDIS noise, and so it comes back into the character's hand, and then the character pulls their hood back, and it's revealed that it's um, an, um, actress. Jody, an actress. It's yeah, Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker, which I wasn't super familiar with, I'll be honest. No. I've watched like the first episode of Broadchurch, so I've seen her, but I didn't know her work, and so I had to go Google and look around. And the big thing here was... This is a woman playing the doctor. this is the, the doctor is now a woman, and for years now, oh, members been, of the community have been clamoring for a doctor of color, a doctor who is queer, a doctor who is a woman, anything that's besides standard cisgender white guy
3: and they've, and they've been they've been really good about like desensitizing people to it over the past couple years, especially
0: with Missy. People give Moffat a lot of shit because they don't like the way he writes women and Mm -hmm. Doctor Who hasn't done done well on the Bechtel test and all this stuff. But one thing that Moffat has been very good at from way back, and I'll I'll talk about it in a second, but has been blending in this idea that time words can regenerate into different genders, Mm -hmm. that they're very gender fluid is the term, right? Um, And that you could absolutely have a woman doctor, even if they have not Absolutely, you know, cast a woman doctor Tra- until Traditionally now. Traditionally, a time lady, right? Missy obviously is a big. I mean, part they've of had,
3: that. they've had, they had when they when they had the uh, finale in Gallifrey in the previous season, and the Doctor actually shot right. another Time he Lord. Did. Yes, he became a black woman. Yep. and was just like, this is normal, yeah. and and you know, and the same thing with Missy. Yep. And I do love the line from the uh, from a character. If you haven't seen, I won't spoil it. But there's a line like, "Is the future female?"
0: And uh, Peter Capaldi's doctor is like, one can only hope. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this last season, yeah. it's been like Moffat doing everything he can to score better on the Bechdel test. But that's fine. That's that's how you grow. Um, he's listening to criticism. He's mm-hmm. taking it. and He's trying to work it in. Now, here's the thing, though. If you go back, there is a comedic relief. Uh, I think it was for the Red Nose Day called Curse of the Fatal Death. OK, You can find this online. It's very easy to find. Stephen Moffat wrote this before he was Doctor Who's head writer way back. This was even before the show had come back into production. In that show, the Doctor character, started by Rowan Atkinson, regenerates several times during the episode and then eventually regenerates as I always screw it up, not Patsy, but Adina. No, right? Who's the tall one Um, from Abfab? I have literally never watched an episode of Abfab. All right. Well, the tall one, I believe, is Patsy. What did I just say? Adina. Adina. Anyway, the tall one and I'm terrible. The blonde, yes. Patsy. Thank you, Patsy. The, I'm a terrible gay man. I don't know my app But, so, even way back and this was the 90s, Moffat has absolutely believed and rightfully so the doctor can be a woman. The BBC just fought. Even Davies probably was like, hey, let's have a woman doctor. No, you can't. So, I mean, it's about time, but you know, I have to give Moffat his due. He yeah. wrote this 20 plus years ago. So, Good for him. Glad it's coming. The end of the thirteenth, twelfth Doctor Capaldi. Uh, they had the last episode. I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah. Um, even though it's been out for a couple of weeks, but it was brutal, and okay. a lot of people died. A lot of Cybermen died, which is pretty awesome. But um, the Christmas special will be very interesting. I'm yeah, I'm very excited for the Christmas special
3: this year. Last it, year's was okay, but like yeah.
0: this year's, I'm.
3: I like it when I'm excited for the Christmas special. The
0: ones where you have, like, major things, like the end of the 11th Doctor was amazing. The R- Marriage of... Or what was it? The Marriages of River Song? Oh, no. The, the husbands. husbands of husbands River Song. Of River. Oh. Beautiful, I lovely... Yeah, seriously. That was a fucking mess. This will be one of those, I think. Sort of the off years where it's just random throwaway story. Yeah. A little less so, but still endearing. But, uh, yes. And then, of course, as you've probably seen, because it's in the promo... They have recast the first Doctor, the guy that played um, uh, not Norrell. What's the uh, the guy with the cat in Harry Potter? He is.
3: Oh my god! I I yeah, never the old remember. Caretaker. He, I call I always call him like the Harbinger of Doom because he has that look. He does. Like he if does. I saw him at a gas station and he told me a story about how people died in the mountain, I'm canceling my fucking vacation and I'm going back home. Like he's the one.
5: Argus Filch.
0: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. The actor who played him, who also played the first Doctor, and specifically the actor who played the first Doctor, in a biopic about Doctor Who. He will be the first Doctor. And, I mean, you, if you're familiar with the old Doctor Who stuff, it doesn't look the same exactly. You know it's the difference. But they've recast the first Doctor he's, several times.
3: He's pretty damn close, though. It, like, yeah, he is it,
0: they did a good job. Pretty it's spot on.
1: David Bradley.
0: Thank you. I, I thought Bradley in there somewhere, but it, sounded, it doesn't sound very British. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm very excited. It's going to be a, a tearjerker. I mean, I still watch uh, the, the Christmas one where Matt Smith regenerates. Uh, I freaking cry every time. Every time I know it's going to happen, it kills me. It makes me just a mess. See, I, every like, time.
3: I like that one purely for the fact that they like, cleaned it all up. Yes. They explain um, pretty much almost everything yeah. from the beginning when it when it came back and that I, that I, I love more than his sign off more than anything
0: yeah uh, I, I agree with that now sure. one thing that we are still not sure of is who the companion will be of course this is the doctor's traveling assistant traveling friend whatever they want to call him and Pat and I were discussing on the car at home like it's it's going to be interesting that who no matter who they cast as a companion or if they bring back bill someone's going to complain someone's going to have an issue with I don't it know. I because of this because of that I didn't know
3: I didn't when I when this season dropped, I expected a lot of complaints about Bill, but I literally don't know anybody who has ever been a fan of the show that did not like Bill. Everyone, like, I mean, and they knocked it out of the park with Bill. Like, yes. I haven't liked a companion this much, almost since Donna or um, Amy Pond.
0: Like, Bill definitely was very strong-willed. Yes, very colorful, fun, a little zany.
3: But like normal. Like she's a nerd. No, like that's the thing she's that total, I love about nerd. her the most is like she's a
0: complete nerd. I wish we could have spent more time with her yes. and Capaldi together. That is the bittersweet element of the end of the most recent season. I would love to have more of her. Mm. Maybe we will when the new showrunner gets up and they figure out who the companion will be. But. This does touch on something about our community that, again, no matter what happens with this companion or the next regeneration, there could be, there will be a tempest and a teapot about who they cast. Oh, always. And that's what Pat really was making a good point about earlier. Did you want to <laughs> tell your, I mean, you, you, I don't want to say it for you.
1: There will be a tempest and a teapot.
0: That is not what you said. That was my <laughs> phrase. <laughs>
1: I'm like, you basically just said what I, what I said. No, no, I didn't, I
0: didn't finish the thought, though. I mean...
1: So, for me, I, I'm i perfectly cool with the Doctor being a woman. I, um, I like to see the Doctor in action before I really kind of judge. I don't get excited for the Doctor reveals because I don't know any of these people. Mm-hmm. So, it really... For me, it's a matter of, like, I want to see them in action. And um, I had lots of issues with Capaldi's run... Um, And not necessarily because of him, because, I mean, you are directed in a certain way to be a certain thing. And they went super hard ass to try to make it very much like the first Doctor. And they felt a lot of fan uh, pushback on that. So his second uh, series, he was... Super goofy and lovable. And it was like a super hard overcorrection. Yeah. And that was horrible. Yeah. Um, Which sucked because I liked Clara. I know a lot of people found her annoying and she could be cloying and and just very shrill at times. Mm -hmm. Um, But I liked her a lot. I really did. Especially from.
3: I liked her with Carpaldi more than Matt Smith. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I, I did like her.
1: But I did like. I mean, I liked her introduction with Smith. Mm-hmm. And then through Capaldi's run. Um but then this series was actually like the perfect middle ground for me. So it it takes a little bit and I you know, all the doctors except for Eccleston because I came into it after the series had ended, uh, before the the second reboot series came around. With that being said, in a way, and I know that people evolve and things change, to me it kind of feels like this is I'm ticking off a box of okay the doctor is a woman. So now if the next doctor is a black man, okay, now we're ticking that box off and you know, I want things to feel organic and in this day and age with how how vocal and how easily it is to be uh to write something on the internet, everything almost feels like a reaction. Yes. And yeah. I don't want that to be the case. I you know, if it was another white dude. Okay, well, whatever it is, what it is. I mean,
0: it will get blown out of proportion. Yeah, right?
1: there's always going to be a segment of the of the population that's going to blow it up out of proportion. That's going to be on on Tumblr and on the comment section and and all of this and talking shit. And then now we have a woman. Okay, now that other one section is all right. This is awesome. One section is oh my god, how could you make the doctor a woman? And this, you know, no matter what, it's always going to feel like it's a response to to criticism mm-hmm. uh, versus. Being organic, where if this were fifteen twenty years ago, where you don't have that, where the internet is still relatively young and new, and it's not as um, oh, what is the word um, poisonous, uh, vitriolic? Um, I'm trying <laughs> yes. to think of a. a, a there's a certain it, word I'm it's thinking of. Commenters now. Well, no, it's uh, um just it's so acidic and just yes, it, lots of, all of those words like. But there's a certain word. I'm, Hypercritical I'm just missing. is definitely one of them. Well, yeah, but yeah. It's, if if this were 20 years ago when when that wasn't such a big thing online and we didn't have Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff and that had grown out of it and it was still going, obviously, like, you know, we're we're t- taking this point in time and moving it back. I'd feel like, okay, great. They just, it's grown organically. They
3: made this decision yeah. on their
1: own. Missy. And they- Missy was something that I felt was organic and yes. in a way, and in a way testing it out, which is fine, but that led to so many things of like Why,
0: they got to do it with a bad
1: character yeah
0: no. I, I don't know if that, was, I,
1: that
3: may or may but, not have been no, no, that's, that, no that that's definitely something i have said to me and I, and I want
0: to say this we love representation we really want to see more representation in all of the things that we do i mean that is huge don't please don't take any of this as anti-representation but i agree with pat 100 percent. it has to be organic to a show And you have to be patient. I know that's easy for me as a cisgendered white male to say, but I don't want creators bending to the whim of the social whatever every time it gets up in arms. Because if that's the case, you have good things changing now, but you are not guaranteed that that will last. Exactly, and I and, do not want my Doctor Who becoming weird alt right fascist crazy people because suddenly that's the big overwhelming voice in the community, and we're dealing with those people on Tumblr and that whole thing. So it will swing both ways. If you're if you're alive long enough, you will see history go both directions at some point.
3: And if you don't, and that and that's the thing is if you if if you have a writer or a creator or something for something, and it ends up being half assed and not as good. Right. Then you have the other side of the camp being like, Well, we yep. tried to be
0: diverse. Tokenism. And look what happened. Yeah, it's tokenism. I mean, you're yeah. just. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, so, that's. A I mean,
1: we've had conversations on the show before. Oral has been very vocal about it. Um, representation doesn't mean you just throw a woman in, you just throw a black character in, you don't throw um, a queer character in you just to have one in right. the show. Yeah. It needs to be. It needs to actually be, have a, a, like he, I think, I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but he's like, I'd rather have one black character that has substance and has meaning to fill in whatever movie or show than have 50 characters that are black that are just. There to be there, yeah. yeah, because that's not representation. That's just right. furniture. The, yeah. yeah, furniture. It's treating
3: tra- it, people like objects. Exactly. That point, which is A little exactly. worse.
1: Yeah. yeah, tokenism. So, and I, I, really do hope. I'm excited to see what she does. I, um, the, the funny thing that I, I loved was that, um, the hands, her hands are they tiny? N- no, she's not. Forty five. Um, <laughs> they had no nails. they were very gender neutral hands interesting because that was the first thing you saw because it was fully clothed you know hood jacket pants all the way down boots and then she opens up her hand, and it's really short nails. Like it, it... Oh, see, I thought you meant, like,
5: no nails at all. Like no, oh, no, like to the cre- no, like, there's there's a horror actor who has, like, no nails. Ah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. When I saw Nubbies. it, like the,
1: I obviously, you know, when it was posted on our, our page with, uh, yes, Mama, oh, yeah. I was like, okay, I know where <laughs> this you. is going. I I That ruined oh, that was... entire su- surprise, but I kind of knew it was going to happen anyway. Um, but the hand opens and that was the first thing I noticed was it was, there was, there was no nail polish. There was no long nails. It was literally like just super gender neutral hand. Yeah. Because that was the first thing that, you know, you're being exposed to. So it's like, who could it be? Obviously it's a white
0: person. I (laughs) feel like a doctor and this could go into a whole other thing. A doctor should not have nails. The doctor is not doing drag, even though kind of it is, he is, they are, you gotta get used to this. It is. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> it. But the doctor's so absent minded, no matter who, what gender he is, at least most of the representations have been very absent minded, kind of mm. like aloof. I don't think of doing your nails as that part of his, their personality. That's that yeah. takes intent. No. That takes living a very conscious and and put upon and planned. The doctor thing.
3: doesn't really groom all that. Yeah, I mean,
1: mu- like basic. Um, Matt Smith took time out of his day to put did. a fez and he a fucking did. bow tie on. No,
0: no, it's true. She could take
1: some time to put some Lee press on nails. <laughs> no. I mean, she before could. she walks out the
0: acrylics. That will be interesting because I don't I don't believe that the outfit she had on was the outfit that she will have. It's but- probably. I they wouldn't be surprised do.
1: if that's um, similar to what Capaldi has yeah. on when he regenerates. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: probably. So, so we haven't seen what her look is going to be, and I'm interested to see how gender-neutral or feminine or masculine or whatever they do with it. Yeah.
1: Well, because Missy they're... was super feminine. Oh, like, oh she. Yeah. she looked fantastic. Like her traditional... costuming was always was always spot on. So I it'll be interesting her. to see if they do that with. But I mean, as much as Missy was like um, Johnson's master and masters before her. Um, she did change like her demeanor and her her attitude changed so it's quite possible that being a woman could mentally change True. the doctor oh no no
0: no you're right They, in fact they ought to explore that I think that'd be cool so anyway we're really excited about Doctor Who of course you know uh, as what is it, Eric used to say my TARDIS shaped butt plug or whatever <laughs> uh, taking More that out of TARDIS shaped
1: dildo out your ass yeah. yeah the only thing I will say and I know we'll talk about season 10 9 9 Ten. 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 Um more in depth. I thought it went over the top meta. Like a, a lot of our a lot of a lot of these sci-fi superhero shows have done a lot of meta. Mm. And Supergirl was probably right teetering on that edge for me. Oh yeah. Because it's like it's escapism. Um and I like meta. But like you the entire the, the two part stuff? finale. Oh, okay. Like that entire two part, well, that too, but the entire two part finale just felt like they took every single freaking headline, and then we're like, we're gonna make a pointed reference to this. I mean, basically we're call make Trump. F- well, oh for sure, yeah. a lot of the shows, shows is, have been which doing is fine, that. Right. and I like that. I like it when it feels organic. This felt, again, this felt like it was we are gonna take as many pot shots. out. are you talking about the because
0: the. Cybermen are very like sort of fascist sort of uniform. Everything, like all the dialogue with the
1: Missy and the Master and the Doctor on the the rooftop, all uh, almost in almost every scene there was some sort of like meta commentary on the world today. Which again, yeah. I don't mind. Colson's speech the, in the in Agents of Shield when oh, they were yeah. in the framework that was a super pointed meta commentary on the world today. Yeah, they didn't go crazy with it. Supergirl, I mean. Nevertheless, she persisted was the fucking like was that was the finale title, yep, like there was so much like it was almost beating you over the head with "This is a commentary on social issues, and that 's where I was like i 'm mm, already hate watching you, this might be a little much <laughs> and i I liked it don 't get me wrong I, I it was a little weird, and it really felt very, very closed with no escape. You could almost tell that this was. Like the end of one writer before another, because mm. I don't. I in all the episodes I've seen, they've never really had it in such confined quarters to the point where there's really no escape. And it was like all the other showrunner, like the two, show, the showrunner change before that had finality to it, but it didn't feel like we're gonna kill everybody. <laughs> like it felt like an episode of uh, like three or two episodes before the end of American Horror Story finishes where they're like fuck it
0: everybody dies surprise it was very um, zombie movie because basically that's what they're doing they're trapped in a house trying to defend their civilization against not zombies, with Cybermen. Yeah, but uh, I I enjoyed it. Um, we'll go into it probably later in a more depth. Yeah, we'll, we can uh, do. We'll a deep pull dive the butt plug on back
1: out for another yeah, conversation. Yeah, it's gonna yeah.
0: save for later. But uh, especially after the Chris special. So speaking of social commentary on today, what uh, Castlevania? I was gonna say I have not seen this yet. I'm very excited to. I love Castlevania. So it
3: is. It is the easiest watch because I didn't realize it was four episodes. I
0: didn't either, and that they're
3: r- like ridiculous thirty like to short. forty minutes.
0: Yeah. So Jared. Yes. You were
1: super pumped about this. Of course I was. It's I, one of the few
5: things I actually care about. <laughs> hey. And did you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, he just he decided no. to skip it. You didn't like it? I liked it. It's just like, oh, you guys were rushed. <laughs> Is that what it felt like? Yeah. A
3: little bit, yeah. It was it, okay, so maybe you can explain this to me because okay. I never paid attention. Castlevania came out on NES. When I was still like super pumped about like Legend of Zelda and other games, and I was like, this dude has a whip, I'm gonna hit skeletons in the face. And I never paid attention to any of the narratives oh, in the original story. Well, so like I'm it trying evolved to evolved over the years because I'm, I'm trying to figure it's, out where like, this
5: one is. It's like Zelda, where it has so many different, uh, You know games that fall into that universe, but you know there's there's timelines that like overlap, or oh no, this is the first Belmont who started everything. Oh no, 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 this is this. So it's just that's kind of a
0: Japanese storytelling technique.
1: Was it Simon or was it Trevor?
5: it's yeah, Trevor. Trevor's in the series, but it's like Leon Belmont is the first Belmont. That was from Lament of Innocence. That was a PS2 but game. Alucard's in there somewhere. Alucard. Um, and the Seer. Oh, in, I liked him. Yeah, the, the third game you get to play as Trevor, Alucard, and um, I forget the young lady's yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember her
3: yeah. name either, but so. because but like, I'm watching it and I'm sitting there and as soon as he said his name was Trevor, I was like, wait,
5: no. You're, you're not Simon Belmont. There's
3: a, there's a Simon somewhere, <laughs> yeah. but I know there's been a ton of games, yeah. and on like every platform. Yeah. And so this one more closely follows the series that was on the PlayStation One, I believe. Yeah. Um. So. One of the PlayStation series. Yeah,
5: a lot. Of, they they take a lot of uh, content from the various games, but um, I want to say they take a lot from Symphony of the Night because uh, yeah. that's where they mention. Uh, Alucard's mother mm-hmm. and his relationship to Dracula which they premise in the first episode which that was a tearjerker yeah yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. It was, so, that one was a little hard to Warren watch Warren Ellis
0: so. uh, famous from many things but mm-hmm. comics mostly mm-hmm. uh, wrote this and <laughs> Netflix produced it I guess they used what a Japanese probably anime production I think group. it's the same company as Avatar Oh, oh really? Either
3: Avatar or uh Boondock. But is it in
0: that anime anime style? And does it present like as a season? As a is there a end to the story? Is it kind of ongoing? It's, it
3: was... Oh no, it le it, 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 it leaves off on like yeah.
0: So there's more coming. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. uh the get down where they're like, yeah. All right, well we'll put out these and then we'll come back later and put out more.
5: And they're already greenlit for season two. Yeah. So okay.
0: they got they got greenlit like before they even were released. Okay. So but overall if you're a fan of Castlevania it's worth watching. Yeah. I I enjoyed it.
3: Yeah. I, I, I legitimately enjoyed it. I, I hope they get more episodes so they can kind of flesh yeah. <laughs> flesh
0: out stuff oh. a bit more, but I'm done. And you got a lot of monsters being whipped at and cool oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh yeah, cool. lots of lots of people exploding. I think there is a demon just wandering around in the background with a baby in its mouth. Like oh, well, it yeah. is a this is a hard R series. Yeah, really? Yeah. Hard yeah. R. Yeah. The, oh, uh, nice. the
5: the first episode there's like Bodies, viscerated, and gore everywhere. Really? Um, yeah,
0: yeah. And that's on Netflix. Yes. Yep. Cool.
1: Yeah, according to the Castlevania wiki, it's based on Castlevania Three: mm-hmm. Dracula's Curse. Um, it is TVMA, and then the designers are Frederator Studios, Powerhouse Animation Studios. Shankar Animation and Project 51 Productions yeah. and MUA Film, MUA. Oh,
3: hmm. wow. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he's a lot of-
1: my, my
5: hang ups with it, though, were it's like, okay, we got a couple episodes where some like fundamental artistic things were kind of threw me off, just like scale and lighting uh, in, in certain episodes. but um, And then costuming, which I thought was kind of weird, too where it, it felt too modern. It it didn't quite feel medieval enough, at least for me.
3: It felt a little cosplay. Like, yeah. So, like, all the, like every, when you like you can look at the characters, and you're like, those people are probably going to die, because no detail was put into anything yeah. they're doing, yeah. saying, or but, like...
5: But again, it, that's where it feels rushed, where it's like, okay, we, we only have this time frame to spit this series out, so I guess yeah. we're going to have to cut some corners. All right.
0: Any other television... Pretty I mean, big, big stuff, yeah. I think. What I mean, a, DuckTales is coming in August, but that's coming when we when it comes out, we're yeah. gonna talk about it. Um, that did actually remind me to talk about Facebook because you mentioned the post that you posted this morning about the doctor's reveal that had the title "Yes, Mama." Oh yeah. Uh, it is worth noting that even though we only do this episode every other week, you can go on Facebook and follow our exciting adventures. Um, directly, oh, yeah. we post things throughout the week. Where can they find us on Facebook, Brian? Flame on show. That's real easy. It's Facebook Facebook dot com slash flame on show, or just type in flame on in your search. It comes up. Our logo is a lovely little orange square with a little F O and. Some rainbow component, too. I forgot. Now. Yeah, we're Is it, was,
5: it was, it was, it was you know, a chemical. That's like right. Symbol. Well, that was yeah, the original yeah,
0: one. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, we evolved was, yeah. to the periodic one. Yeah. Is um, there
1: one handy dandy place where they can find all of our social oh my media God, links it's like
0: you thought ahead? Yes, flameonshow.com. Yay. We actually are. Our, our, Sorry, pirate, stuck in pirate mode. I have a blue beard that is fading slowly, and so I'm thinking. Just remember privately. that
1: shirt we saw: "To air is human, to R is pirate."
0: Oh, <laughs> we didn't get that shirt. So, at flamershow. you can find us on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, all our places of of posting, and it's all linked very nicely for you. It's little chicklets at the bottom, so you can just go find out about our show and see what we're up to. Uh, our Tumblr really got even, really active this week
1: And we even posted a bunch of po- Instagram uh, Instagram photos
0: So Pat and I were at Bear Week In Provincetown Ooh. Which if you've never heard of Bear Week You're probably not in the Bear community And that's fine, or, you're not, or you don't live in Provincetown That's also fine Or Boston Yeah, or the, or the greater New England area But here's the deal, Provincetown is the very tip of the Cape of Massachusetts And is a lovely little small Sort of fishing community Slash tourist destination um got a lot of great history and a lot of really nice people um so they have uh several themed weeks throughout the summer actually throughout the year really um weekends
1: um yeah i mean stuff goes on during the winter i don't want to say the town shuts down but like everywhere else in new england (laughs) has an off season yeah um but yeah
0: summer is the big
1: one. summer is the big season so
0: uh Round about the first or second week in Ju- July, sorry, uh, Bear Week takes over the island or the island. It's, it feels like an island, but it's really just a cape. Um, and so Pat and I and our friends Chris and Eric, who's also on the show fairly often, we were all there and had a lovely time running around. One of the best things about the week was getting to see awesome drag shows at night, because there is a great th- set of theaters there that run drag shows and other entertainment throughout the year. Um, and the summer season, they had queens like Varla Jean Merman, Aww. Jinx Monsoon, uh, Trixie Mattel. Yeah, you guys saw, I, yeah, I saw you guys post pictures at the Trixie Mattel show. Peaches Christ. Who am I missing? Some other queens. Oh, Raja this year. Um, and we got to see some of the shows. We didn't get to go to all of them because, you know, it's a lot of money. But we did get to see Return to Grey Gardens with Jinx and Peaches. <laughs> Which, if you've ever seen the Grey Gardens (laughs) documentary, this is basically kind of the continuation of it, but meta, sort of about the drag relationship. Oh, hi. It's, Um,
1: It's weird, because it's really not... It's done in the style of Grey Gardens, but meant to be basically this touring show that impersonates... Grey Gardens. It's weird. Mother Diaz, they go back
0: and forth. Mother Dia says all the homosexuals have the best antiquities. I mean, basically, that's what Jinx sounds like, right? <laughs> Jinx. I, yes. I will say this: Peaches wrote this show for Jinx because nice. of Jinx impersonation oh, yeah. and, and drag yeah. race. And if you've never seen Jinx Monsoon do a uh, little Edie, go online, go to YouTube, find it. You, she's great. So Peaches, who is a queen out of what San Francisco, I believe, California. Uh, Produced this show Mainly for her But it's ridiculously funny If you're Again if you're a fan Of Grey Gardens mm. And if you like drag In general They're both fun performers Uh, Varla Jean Merman uh, uh, Institution of drag um, Did her yearly show there And it was called Bad Heroin <laughs> And Bad Heroin Is the, one of the best posters I think I've, I've ever seen Of hers It's Varla Jean As Wonder Woman But with like I assume the teeth rot that you get from doing like heroin or meth or something. No. Yeah. And she absolutely orbed at one point out of her normal kind of flowing outfit, whatever. I don't remember what the first outfit was, but into a wonder woman outfit. Um, And then did a lot of songs about heroines basically. And I know Pat, you were talking about um, the show's sort of Genesis, how it was originally, she wrote it, a while back thinking it would be when Hillary no, was... No,
1: she said that. That, that, oh, was that, her was... Old, that was her story in the show.
0: Oh, oh okay. So it was that, in the yeah. show. Sorry. That
1: she was
3: didn't... not how I thought that sentence was going to go, because like, and you, Pat, I was like, wait, is he about to say Pat did heroin? And you, and you, you did, did bad her, heroin. And you did bad heroin one time.
0: So so eri- no. it was originally kind of intended maybe maybe as a Hillary thing, but when that didn't It did was a happen... female
1: empowerment show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because she was under the hopes and impressions that um, that whole thing was not going to go that way. And Mm. then she decided to take um, that same concept and still use it and showcase um, powerful women, both fictional and real. Yeah. Did you like the show? It was fantastic. It was a great show.
0: And then, of course... We got to see Trixie's new show, Moving Parts. Now, with moving, now with moving Parts.
1: Oh,
3: so that, that was her new show. I didn't know that was her new show.
0: Yes. Mm. Uh, we saw her, f- we, well, basically her first show uh, last year. Mm. Um, and what came out of nowhere during that show was her picking up a guitar and playing a song that she wrote. And singing and sounding amazing. So this year she played more into that. Oh, good. Doing covers, some other things, mm. but then also doing a whole new song that she wrote for the show and um we got to see one of the few shows that she's doing there originally she was supposed to do i think a normal ish size season Mm -hmm. like you basically go up there in like june and go through september but she's been now touring and going off and doing other stuff so we got to see one of the shows that she's doing there so it was really very fortuitous that we got to do that um what did you think of trixie that was fantastic
1: and she jumped off the stage and fell into me it was great she
0: <laughs> totally almost did to Jesus Take the Wheel
1: nice no she totally did she landed in my arm she, she had to brace herself on leave so a me.
3: print on your, on your shirt no that would have been fantastic I was going to say you should frame it
1: and I got to I got to play the eggplant when, at, during the final song no during Skater Boy she did Skater Boy and she was like you guys get to be my band. Look under your seats. Some of you have instruments, and it was all like the little, little food cl- shakers. So somebody had like toys. a carrot. Somebody had. Um, I had the eggplant. There was a bunch of different ones throughout the the audience. And she was like, "All right, now just shake them on beat." With how white this crowd is, that will not be possible. <laughs> so we uh, we did that, but it was it was fantastic. She is quite honestly a. Th- thousand times more talented than any of her appearances on um, Drag Race the first time that she was on after they brought her back none of that captured anything mm. so if you have a chance to see her when she's taking the show on the road do yourself a favor and go see it follow her online go to her website do all that and, and, and just yeah go see the show it was a great time
0: nice was there anything else about Bear Week you want to talk about? Oh, I'm like, I are don't there, know where you were going with that. Are there this. black people there? Because every time. Uh, no, in fact, I have a <laughs> picture. Oh we no. have a guy who we, see, we saw last year and this year who we think looks like your like, larger cousin. What? Yeah, yeah, I will show you. We ran into him a couple times last year and then this year.
3: I had a couple other friends that were there and they were taking pictures, and I was like, and I'm just, like, now it's a game. Whenever anybody goes to Bear Week, I just sit there and I'm like,
0: Where's the black guy? So, I actually met a guy <laughs> randomly um, from Boston who was a little black cub who was Drummer Boy. Have you heard of Drummer? It's like a leather thing. I had never mm-hmm. heard of this. So, like, he was there. I mean, let's be honest. Most bear events, it is very, like, steered towards, like, you know white. Let's, let's, this, let's pull
5: this back even more. Just most, okay, most gay, gay events. It's a
0: snowstorm. <laughs> Which is unfortunate, really, because... I don't think, well, okay, I know there are people, in, the, especially the bear community, who are very intolerant, but I think most people don't care, like, one way or the other. In fact, I would say they're like, yeah, why not? Absolutely.
3: Yeah, it's, I, most of the so, people I know that go to the bear week don't have an issue, and they right. don't. And people that are there don't have an
0: issue. It's just one of those things
3: I've just slowly noticed over the years
0: where I'm like... I mean, Pat yeah. got crap for having an a African-American bear on one of his ads, what, a couple of years ago? Is that when it was... It was just, it was weird. It was out of like nowhere. I think someone had like messaged you or something. I don't know.
1: No, it wasn't for that. It was something else. Well, either
0: way, it is unfortunate. But there, were, I mean, again, there were.
1: I did see, I did, from my com- perspective, I did see. More more bears of color, um, so more black more, bears. More I black saw. bears, more pandas. I, I actually <laughs> all, did see... All of the,
0: all of the There were
1: actually a few Asian uh, bears that I saw there, which I thought was fantastic. <laughs> which in China are called baboons.
0: Bad moons? Baboons. Oh, baboons. Yes, oh. yes. That's a little awkward. Speaking,
3: not, yeah, spe- speaking as a black guy in the U.S., don't yeah, do that. One. Naming 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 people after no. primates
1: is not. No, 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 no. That's
5: specifically Chinese. Not, know, not, yeah, not, not, yeah, yeah, okay. Is it because a, they
1: mm. present their ass? Or? Oh, no, no, no. Because oh. they're
5: bigger, and oh. then the twinks are called just little monkeys.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. interesting. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Well,
0: yes. you know. Well, if I mean, it's
1: their culture, different yeah. different culture. <laughs> anyways, anyways. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they can argue about that over there. The other
0: nice thing, and there are clicks. I mean, every event has clicks and all that. But, like, there are a lot of very welcoming, friendly people in this event. And um, you can go up to, in fact, we basically did go up to random people and take pictures that we posted on our Flame On Instagram and are also on Flame On Tumblr and I think on the Flame On website of cool, geeky t-shirts, basically, we saw. Uh, Specifically one that we didn't catch the whole picture of, but I'm kind of sad now because it blew up, um, were the Wonder Bears. Uh, A bunch of guys dressed as Wonder Woman.
3: I, I did see pictures of that and I there, thought that was the most adorable thing ever. We've
0: seen a Wonder Woman bear I think goes by Wonder Bear Previous years And I don't know if he was in that group But um, it was pretty awesome And uh, Elvira I guess lives up there Or goes to Bear Week Anyway it was photographed with Wait Not as Elvira The actress that plays Elvira No but the actual action- Yeah with the Wonder Bears What? Yeah yeah. What? I'll I, find the picture. She, does she go every year? I don't know. I don't know what her story is, but oh my she God. was photographed with them on commercial, which is the main drag. Like,
2: if
3: there's ever an, if there's ever a want to get me to go somewhere, oh, yeah. you just say Elvira's going to be you, there. You
0: would enjoy going. I really feel like if you can make it one year, and you don't have to go for the whole week. You can go for a weekend. You can go for a half week. There are lots of options, because basically, there's no central thing. It's just a bunch of parties. Hmm. So there's a run pass you can get, but honestly, it's not really that worth it. It's it's really more for like the t-shirt and the dog tags and the <laughs> thing. What don't don't trash dog run passes. <laughs> no, Some no, events no. you need, them. <laughs> Some events you do. Some events uh. they're extra. They're like kind of bonus uh. stuff.
1: If you're going to do a lot of the parties and you're going to do t-dance, it might have more value. As I'm getting older, and my boyfriend is older. <laughs> And my liver wants to kick me in the ass. Oh. The parties tend to dwindle a little bit in my life. And I'm like, mm, maybe yeah. I don't need this extra wristband.
0: We went to one. Well, other than T-Dance. Tea T-Dance tea is a daily thing. It's at 4 o'clock at the boat slip. That is a given. Most everybody does that. But other than that, and one party at A-House that was a jockstrap party that only a few of us wore jockstraps to. And even less of us actually got down to that. We didn't go to any parties we just either we were tired fell asleep early or just didn't want to go um it's
1: tough just it, you know there's a there are a lot of different events put on by different event promoters throughout the week and i hate to say it and it maybe it's just the jaded part of me everything feels the same yeah it's just lots that's, of uns 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 yeah, dance that's, music that's, yeah and, and there pretty might much everybody's stripped down to their to their almost nothing anyway. So whether or not it's an actual underwear party, party. Yeah. you know, maybe this one has so guys in their underwear in harnesses because it's a leather dance party. This one is guys in underwear because it actually is an underwear party. Um the fireman's ball and uniform ball is really like the only one that's super great to like just be around because Bears wearing uniforms and um, firemen's outfits is just Sold. great. <laughs> and, um,
0: well, if you're into that,
1: I got.
4: I'm
1: just you saying. You stand on commercial street and you watch that, even if you weren't, you into it once you see it.
4: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.
1: It, it's fantastic and they pull out the fire truck out in front of the Crown and Anchor they put the, the P-Town fire truck out there because it does raise money for um for the Provincetown Volunteer Firemen's Association That's nice. good. Um, the one thing I will say uh, before we move on uh, is that speaking about Bears of Color um, the event run by Tony Banks Bears of All Colors did their second I believe second maybe third um, after tea party at Bear Week so they're actually they're trying to do more things oh, that hey. are diverse inclusive in name? well <laughs> no inclusive. like they're yeah. inclusive but they're like that way you know this is meant to be that mm-hmm. kind of party yeah. which I you know maybe is the first steps to try to make it where it doesn't matter it could just be this party and everybody feels welcome and included yeah so, it, it, but it's, regardless, it was great to see that there, was, um, that there was another Bears of All Colors event up there.
0: One of the other things I'll mention real quick is the community loves the Bears. We are their favorite week throughout the summer. People are really nice meaning the bears to the community, but also the community, they, they go out of their way to make sure we're welcome. Everyone loves money. And everyone mm-hmm. loves money, yeah. They're like, you're coming and you're nice and you're bringing money. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> because not all the other little subcultures do. Some are a little on the cheap side. Some are do not they don't eat because they want to stay really skinny and they're doing other things. Like, we're the ones that like, Come up there and do a lot.
3: Elvira and good seafood. I'm already kind of leaning towards it oh, next seafood year. Seafood can be amazing. <laughs> like it's very eaten. fresh.
0: So we had a good time. Uh, it was it was good, and um, we're exhausted. So if we sound a little, you know, rundown, that's why. Um, another big thing this week was D23. Speaking of exhausted, <laughs> following all the news that came out of D23 was a bit exhausting. So oh, I'm going to let you, BJ, take this because I know some bits, but so, I, you know,
3: so. I can. I, I. It. It took me three hours of reading the codes and conduct wh- where I work to to find proper sentences to display all that I'm about to say. So I work at Disney, and that's pretty much all I can say. Um, but all the stuff that popped up, pretty much every rumor that was go- going into D23, which is Disney's, pretty much Disney's Comic Con, um, it's grown into that. It didn't well, used to be yeah, that. No, it, and that's where they—that's where Disney's doing a lot of their exclusive reveals now. They—they they don't do it at Comic Con anymore. Um, so going into this, um, we are officially getting a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, indoor outdoor roller coaster uh, in Epcot. We are getting a Ratatouille ride in France at Epcot. We are getting—we um, are getting a Star Wars themed hotel
0: in the park that's that's and even better than that and I mean I don't want you to say anything you can't obviously you don't oh, no, know I'm, I'm, that much either they but
3: reveal pretty much everything I can friggin
0: everybody gets their own storyline yeah
3: yeah it's, it's, full, it's like, a fully immersive experience I, I live
0: in Orlando there's a reasonable chance that I'll live in Orlando in that year that they release all this maybe I want to go stay at that hotel and do this that's amazing like right. I I love the ideas of like escape rooms and even like the stupid dinner parties where you have characters. I've done at least one pirate theme actually. Oh gosh, I have Arr. I have costuming <laughs> and stuff somewhere from that. Oh god. Um, in fact, my my vest was blue. In fact, um, we should do that and record it. We should do a murder mystery dinner with everybody in the podcast and, I, and record it. I would consider that. Let's, talk, let's We'll talk about that.
1: It was the producer. He killed everybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but this idea, and you know the the, the concept art that they released, oh, yeah. where you're standing there and you look out and you can see vistas of space and Earth from like basically convincing you you're up in space. I'm all for all of that. Like that is it actually eclipsed the news that the Tron ride was coming. Yes, t- which was amazing, and I'm very excited about being a Tron fan. But that hotel stuff with the Star Wars theme, I'm so there. It's not, yeah. it's going to just be a, a must. So, you know, I have, what, four or five years to uh, prepare and save up and befriend lots of cast members to get oh, good yeah. discounts? I don't know. I don't know if that oh, works. They're,
3: I can go ahead and tell you now, they're not going to give us a discount not. until like the, the next year, and yeah. it'll be like three days in September. Oh, of course. It'll you know,
0: be- I, I'd actually be more excited because even, I guess, Avatar, they had like the cast preview weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if they do any kind of testing, hey, I'll I'll let I'll, be, I'll let you just, know. You it's know. probably gonna be a weird executive thing, but probably. I will totally let you know. But um, other stuff, uh, Star Wars related, they did the behind the scenes filming uh, stuff from of, um, Last Jedi.
3: Yeah, the Last Jedi stuff. Um, they apparently, and I will I will give I will give Disney fans this. They will do whatever they tell them to do in the panel because apparently they released a teaser trailer. And when I read the description of it, a uh, teaser trailer for uh, Avengers Infinity War, um, th- it pretty much is a full trailer, characters everywhere, uh, I mean, y- y- Thanos doing his Infinity Gauntlet nonsense, so a trailer is not going...
1: Not tra- full Infinity Gauntlet. Not
3: full Infinity Gauntlet, mind you. Um so they released Tro for that. They had a replica of the interior of Scrooge McDuck's money bin that you could jump in. Oh. And, um... I want to go to there. Eric, Chris, I'm calling you two out. I told you both to go to do this for me, and you didn't. Um, but... They had that. And then, the most important thing to me, um, and, like, I, I probably cried a little bit when I saw this. They actually released the release year... For Kingdom Hearts Three,
0: I did see that as
3: well as the Toy Story. They revealed uh, they're doing a Toy Story. Yeah, world.
0: and it looked really cool. It, like
3: it looks really fun. I,
0: I was like, wow! And, and I only saw a little stills. I didn't watch a video. If there was a video,
3: oh, there's there's a video. Like you, you oh, like, playing? Yeah, you go to like a toy store and there's heartless inside toy mechs. Uh-huh. You can kick their asses out, and you can literally pilot a mech. But I mean, the and, art style
0: they use is very like Toy oh, yeah. Story. It like looks, it looks
3: just like the movie. Yeah, it looked
0: really good. Like I, I'm. I like Kingdom Hearts one. I never beat it. I think I have two. Maybe I played a little bit of it. Anyway, I totally am not a Kingdom Hearts like diehard. But every time the new games come out, I do get excited too. Even though I, I yeah. never play yeah, it, I'm so um, and I have no idea what the story is. So uh, the Thanos thing is interesting because or Thanos. I always say it the wrong way. Or the way, you know, the movies are doing it's
1: it. It's Thanos. It's not Thanos. 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 Thanos.
0: So, uh, he throws a planet at the he Avengers. Pulls,
1: yeah, he pulls a planet out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah, he pulls or like a moon. moon. A moon.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, this the, this footage will come out eventually, and it will be, you know, break the internet, all that good stuff. Considering
1: but. the article titles I've seen, the one I saw was um, the Guardians of the Gal- or the uh, Infinity War trailer shows us that the Marvel universe that we've been waiting 10 years for can be real. Yes. and like I'm just... mm.
0: I'm more excited than I was initially. I was telling Pat, I'm like, I just, I don't know. The Infinity Gauntlet story, to me, the actual event books weren't that amazing. They were good, but they were... I was young. I loved everything. The lead-up was amazing. I really loved Mm -hmm. the Silver Surfer stuff, the uh, Adam Warlock stuff, and none of that to my knowledge, is going to be in this story. From
1: the sound so. of the, the trailer, or what they showed, they are paying homage to certain aspects of the beginning of it. Like where the Silver Surfer comes crashing into Doctor Strange's uh, Sanctum Sanctorum. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. there's, I think there's going to be plenty of homages to Infinity Gauntlet. I hope to God it's not any homages to Infinity War. Well, that's a Because whole really, this movie just should have been called Infinity Gauntlet, and it would have been... I'd have felt much better about about my That's life. Safer but. about it,
3: but uh, but just from what the d- the descriptions of the trailer, just from that alone, it's like
1: exciting. Yeah, I want to know if they're going to throw a super fucking curveball into the Sony verse. Maybe That'll because be nice. of the uh, the way that the apparently from what I've read of Ultimate Spider Man, Spider Man Homecoming, and then what has been said about this trailer, it'll be very interesting to see hmm. if they decide to. uh to to pull a hard left and follow ultimate comics.
0: Well we'll see. So what are the D twenty
3: three yeah that was all the mostly the big stuff, all the new rides. Um, so if you are a local and you want to get your classic Disney on, I believe you only have probably till the end of this year to ride the great movie ride at Hollywood Studios because that's going away and that's being that's being retooled as like a th- actual Mickey Mouse themed ride um and a
1: slow ride it's uh it's like a seven minute. Uh, it's going through like it takes you through an actual mickey mouse short yeah so it's not like like how a lot of the newer rides tend to be a minute or less like mm-hmm. this is supposedly gonna be like the full short like yeah. an
3: actual like you're like you're in a mickey mouse short and then um Uh, Ellen's Universe of Energy. I don't know anybody that's ever clamoring to ride that ride.
0: I actually love that ride, and here's why. (laughs) It's one of those that's still pretty funny, even though it's really dated at this point, but when it first came out, it was not, and it was great. Because I love Jeopardy. I love Jamie Lee Curtis, who's in it. And I loved Ellen. I mean, I still love Ellen, but, you know. it It was younger Ellen, fresh, you know. And I had been on that ride before she was on it, the original one, and it was boring as shit. But it was always a nice ride to sit in the dark, cool part of Epcot in the middle of fucking summer. Yeah. So you could use that. I mean, pretty much all the rides, Re- recharge. but you could the Spaceship Earth. Like There were these certain rides that you could do when you were boiling outside and you needed to get out of the sun, and they were just relaxing. So I am sad that it's going to be a, uh,
3: now... Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a roller coaster, and it's not going to be a remake of the... Um, The escape ride they have for Guardians of the Galaxy, it's going to be a full on, like, roller coaster and. Of love? um, Probably. I'm 90% sure that song has to make an appearance somewhere in there. I mean, it should, yeah. And the Universe of Energy building is the queue. Oh, wow. Like,
0: the building is the queue,
3: and I think the edge of the, the ride is supposed to go all the way out towards the parking lot.
0: <laughs> it is interesting, even with the Tron ride, they're not taking an existing thing away. They're finding room to add uh, no, to... No, they're they're taking something away. No, I read that to... they're not... So the no, original one was... According
1: to the press release from D23, did they? it's going to sit in its own brand oh. new area it will not be taken because the uh, tomorrow in Tomorrowland it was the um, the speedway the, the go-kart ride yeah the very they, slow
3: speedway yeah
1: it's uh, according to uh-huh. what I read from D23 yeah. it's going to be there and it's going to be in its own little yeah. section
3: I don't want, you don't want the go-kart ride to go away
0: yeah I know seriously it's, it's lame as hell but um, very exciting time for anyone who lives near Disney Parks uh, but for us in Orlando of course very exciting again it'll be a few years you know whatever but Uh, yeah I'm excited pretty much
3: all the expansions I think aren't supposed to wrap up until like five years
0: from now sounds about right so D23 is cool and I'm going to SDCC next week this will actually come out during SDCC I believe Mm -hmm. Uh, so I will have a wrap up from that uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, including possibly but not guaranteed audio things that I either capture or maybe maybe a panel I might be hosting uh, if they let me record it But at the very least, I will try to get some little snippets from people, and uh, I'll report back on what I saw. So a very exciting time for conventions and things. And related to conventions, we did confirm we are on for Tuesday of New York Comic Con in New York. We don't have a title for the event yet. We have a couple really interesting ideas that we're discussing, and we should have some more news about that soon. But if you're in the New York area, specifically in the what is that Christopher Street uh, Mm -hmm. Village, East Village, the week of comic-con and that's the what, first week of october tuesday october 3rd come out to rock bar on that tuesday evening probably around seven is it already that time again getting there oh my god yeah. um and come see our show we'll have uh, some really cool guests some interesting maybe activities we'll see and uh, we'll also be at New York Comic Con that Thursday, so we'll be running around trying to meet people, talk to people.
1: And I'll throw this out there because I'm pretty sure that we'll be able to get them. And we didn't mention this during uh during our P town conversation, but we did meet some really fun, adorable um a, a bear artist, and they do this thing called Square Bears.
0: They were very nice, and, and he's lovely. based out
1: of I, either the city or Brooklyn. But what he does is he basically jots little cartoons on post-it notes and he compiled a book which may or may not be about his relationship with his partner (laughs) and um they are super super adorable i got his um his like you know quote unquote possibly life story one but then he also did a book where it's 30 days 30 bears and it is different bears as bears fictional and real and eric got that book so Um, They were fantastic. You can find them on Facebook. Just search for Square Bears. S-Q-U-A-R-E-S-B-E-A-R-S. No space. You can find them on Facebook. And we shared
0: some of their stuff on our Facebook page as well. Yep. They're really nice. Um, So let's move on and talk about video games. Um, Speaking of video games, we just watched the end of uh, (laughs) Breath of the Wild before we started recording. I was
1: determined, damn it! I was determined! So
0: I bought the Switch back when it came out, and I have been playing Zelda pretty religiously at that time. And eventually, like two
1: weeks, and then you said, fuck it, I hate this well, game, so something then, new came out, shiny! So
0: Final Fantasy XIV released Stormblood, the new content expansion. Of course, I have a bit of a MMO addiction, at least with uh, Final Fantasy XIV. So I did shift my attentions, it's true. And then I got to traveling and life kind of got in the way. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, I put down the Switch. Mm -hmm. Pat picked up the Switch and at first, even though he hated, he did not like Breath of the Wild. I
1: I never said I hated it. I don't like (laughs) the RPG stylings. I don't like weapon durability. durability. I don't like cooking. I don't like any How do you of that not stuff. I like
0: cooking? It's adorable. For the first 20 oh, times. I, every time he and sums that like, little tune, I get so X, excited.
1: X. Oh, no, no. X. No.
0: It's, I, that gives me as much joy as dropping rocks on Korok's head.
1: Oh, I go, ouch. Yes,
0: it's hilarious. <laughs> so we did watch the end of that. It was very pretty. But, and
1: but I will just say this. I beat all four Divine Beasts. I got all 120 shrines. I maxed out all of my... Well, because you can only do so much with your maxing out your stats... Um, oh, so you're a min-maxer. Huh? So you're a min-maxer.
0: Well, okay. almost. He didn't max out the Koroks, because oh, okay. that's insane.
1: There's 900 Koroks seeds in-sane. throughout the entire game. Okay. It was a little A 120 shrines was enough for me to to obsess over, mm-hmm. to the point where we got home at 11.30 last night. I was up until 2.30, because I decided <laughs> to play. And I was like, I just want to get it to this point. I just want to get to this point. We've all been there. And... Yeah. Finally, before before we started recording, I was like, "Ah, fuck it. Let me at least go try Calamity Ganon." I was climbing the castle anyway. I was like, meh, I'm here."
0: In your awesome um, my, Phantom Hourglass
1: armor, my <laughs> Phantom Hourglass armor. Yeah. I know I was so mad I should have changed my outfit before the uh, before the final cutscenes because he looked goofy. But it was a it was a um, attack up armor. So yeah, you that's know. Good. Because
0: um, you got the master, the expansion, the DLC.
1: Yeah, right? we, I, I downloaded the DLC, so I've done everything. Did all the side? I think I've done all the side quests. I got to take a look and see if there's any other side quests. But I completed all the side quests that I that I unlocked. Um, obviously, all the shrine quests, and then I did all of the. I Did everything except for. The Master Trials. The Master Sword Trials. Oh, yeah. Because that's 45 floors of, dear God, fucking shoot me in the face. Because they take everything away from you and then make you fight people.
2: It's like way, Wayfair you, Island, kind of.
1: Yes, but worse. Although, I got to the floor seven and it was nothing. And you get to go cook and they give you oh, ex- better weapons nice. and they give you stuff. <laughs> and then I got to floor 10 and there was some Lizaphos in front of me, and I just decided to fucking charge them, and I died. Aww. And as soon as you die... Resets you back to the top. That's it. You're, you're done. It just game over. It doesn't even take you back out. Literally, it's like start from last save.
0: Got it. And you yeah. can't save when you're in
1: there. You cannot save when you're in there. Bitches. Although, from what I understand now, is that it does break after a certain number of mm-hmm. floors. That's so usually. I think it kicks you out, and then you're able to kind of like... Yeah, rebuild yourself, and then you go do the next part of the. Uh, Those
0: have been in previous Zeldas as well, and yeah, I think that's the I idea.
1: I, I I found a walkthrough for each floor now, so I'm like, mm, maybe I can try throughs. this <laughs> one more time. Now I can, then I could have my Master Sword not lose energy anymore, and have my final complete until the new DLC comes out. Which, which is I am not trying hard mode because apparently you walk out and there's a Lionel.
0: Oh, <laughs> yep. Not doing that. You do better with Lyles than I do. So I want to talk briefly about Stormblood. I don't want to go crazy with this. I am about halfway through the content. I have started a samurai class, which is pretty cool. Um, The underwater swimming, even though it is just flying with bubbles, is gorgeous. The music for a lot of the Asian-infused areas or inspired areas is also gorgeous. I've had my first primal fight. If you're a fan of 14, is basically the big summon that you end up fighting because you don't summon these things now. You fight them. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's great. The content's been really good. Um, the stories, like pretty much everybody who I know has finished the new expansion. They love the story. It's like this is what the previous expansion should have been. And I'm very excited to do that eventually when I'm not traveling all over the place. But uh, the only problem, of course, is when you want to log in and there's a thousand people in front of you uh, because the servers are being DDoSed. Yep. They have had to fight tooth and nail to keep everything up and running because of these weird attacks they've been going through. Um, Most of the times i played, it's not a big deal, and it's been okay. And I haven't been kicked out, which is happening to a lot of people. But they are patching fairly regularly and doing things with their um, root level like ISPs is to try to keep everything up because it is, um, for whatever reason, under attack. So um, there is some other kind of gay gaming news, <laughs> and I was not familiar. Uh, oh, actually, no, I did think I read about this. So BJ, the, um, the,
3: you stole my thunder. I was, I was sorry. all, I was all set for a joke with oh, like no speaking of a giant pig and and all sorts of seeds everywhere. Um, oh, there's a game. Oh. That I was came like, out. you were at that party in Pete Town also. Oh. <laughs> Um, There's a game called The Tea room which is about picking up dudes in a bathroom for sex in 1962. And their penises are shaped like... I was going
1: to say, what are their dicks? Their dicks are
3: shaped like guns. Yep weird um really weird jerk
1: them off and then they eventually
3: that's just weird though Oh, it's super weird like oh it's but um i think it's the same guy it's um it's robert yang and i think that's the same guy that did that shower daddy game it
0: is he does these queer gaming experiences as a part of like his social gaming kind of Art, yeah. Well, this
3: one, he, he was interested in the politics of sex, who yep, can have yep. it, who can't have it, and this was specifically based on a Mansfield Police Department uh, surveillance case of, uh, of a public bathroom in like 1962 Ohio.
0: Where guys were jerking off guns. Yeah. Well,
1: it, because what they would do is the cops would go in, they would arrest them, and then they would publish their entire information in the newspaper.
0: Which still happens yeah in
1: and that's I mean cause that's that was a big section of um small town gay bar yep the documentary yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was that was one of those things that caught my that caught my eye because you are trying to find trade but you have to avoid the cops because cops will come in and try to uh bust you you know they'll try to pull a, a fast love
0: all you have to say if a cop comes in and tries to bust you on something you say look you didn't stop me coming into this bar <laughs> Clearly, your tacit approval of me coming into this space, which you know very well what's going on, means it's not illegal. Just like Donald Ju- Donald Trump Jr. That's all you have to do. It's 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 a classic defense. And I, I don't think I, I don't think I would get that far into Probably the discussion not. with a no, guy. most people wouldn't. <laughs> Um, if but. you're curious about that reference go look up the latest Donald Trump Jr uh, Jay Sekulow their lawyer uh, it's, it's good secret service's tacit approval of the meeting meant oh no they were fine they were, they were good to talk to the Russians anyway. it was
1: Obama's fault that she even got in the country it so. was Obama's fault yeah, fu- it was his fault that they Hillary did was bad somehow. things
0: oh by the way one of my favorite memes and since we already spoiled it I haven't posted it because I don't want to anyway it's got the new doctor and then below it's got the Daleks and then it says "but her emails." <laughs> so yeah, classic. Love it. Um, anyway, so this game was delayed. Is that right, or is that a different? No, one? no, no, no. That's a different out. game. Okay. This, this
3: one's out already on Steam. Cool. And uh, the no Dream Daddy got Dream the Daddy Dream, Dating Sim. Da, the Daddy <sighs> Dating Simulator got delayed. Oh, broke my heart. It's July
0: 19th now. Do you know? I was on a plane. I don't remember where I was Which going. Which means when
1: you're listening to this, it'll it's, be, out. It'll be it's
0: out. It's out. We, uh, I was watching a documentary about like modern sexual practice, like sex in the modern era kind of thing. It's like, called the Dark Web, I think. And it's all about how there is this game on a 3DS that the Japanese and, and some Americans and some other parts of the country, too. Um, they are like falling in love with this female Japanese dating sim character. And dating her is part of their life. Like, that is their girlfriend. I forgot the character's name and the game's name.
3: Oh, I was hoping hoping the game would be Horse Boyfriend. Because Horse Boyfriend is probably the best dating sim I've ever seen in my life.
0: That was definitely not it.
5: Not Hotful Boyfriend?
3: Hotful Boyfriend is first runner-up forever. (laughs) Really? Yeah, where you date a talking pigeon. And you can actually date a regular pigeon. The game just ends super quick. But Hotful Boyfriend... Uh, That is also on Steam, and it is the dating simulator, and it just—it's completely insane. Like you date a talking pigeon, and at some point there's a murder, or like the pigeon turns out to be a demon. Oh, there's like human versions of the pigeons, so the game's a little bit less weird, but it's absolutely hilarious. And there's like holiday um, DLC for it. Oh yeah.
0: Well, I didn't realize—not that I should have—I should have realized. That there are these communities of gamers, and that this is their social outlet. They have their girlfriend on their 3ds, and they they date by going around and showing her like where they are, and doing interactions and things, of course. And then they'll go and have like group dates where they all bring the 3 dss uh-huh. and they all have and it's the same character, like it's whatever her name uh-huh. is, and they have these weird group dates, and it's it was just. Zany Japanese culture listen, put into relief. But again, there's like listen, people in the if, States that have it. If
3: there if there was a boy or if there was a man version of this, yeah. rest assured. Um you, you'd be Kayosuke, about it Kayasuke kun would be sitting right here on the podcast oh. with us. So let's
5: be clear. You'd well, probably have to dig pretty deep for that. I'm sure that it's there. Hobby
0: I mean, daddy boyfriend. Or I mean, hot daddy. But they,
3: whatever. But I was gonna say it's beginning because you've got you've got um, you've got um, dream daddy, and then you've got there's like a gay orc one coming oh, out. I think course. for Steam somewhere. There's Somebody. definitely.
0: Mm. We live in a golden age of opportunities, gay dating, and scenes. adventure. That's yes. all I need. Yes. So. Uh, other gaming news? Not so, so much. Let's briefly touch on some comics. Again, we're kind of in a weird situation because the, maybe the most versed on comics, uh, specifically like Oral, really, aren't here. Isn't here. Eric gracious with his presence, even though he's really kind of checked out on comics too, I think, mostly. Oral will get better. He will. He'll get better. Stop he's he's fine. He's just a little under the weather. So I have some books. I'm not going to go through all of them because there's a lot. But I do want to give at least an honorable mention to Shirtless Bear Fighter. We saw the creators of this book at Heroes Con, uh, which I don't think we've talked about really. Did we last time? No, you, no, weren't, here. you
1: weren't here. So I just. So just Heroes Con was fun, as it always it is. Quick.
0: Great little panel. Spent some time with T. Franklin, who we absolutely love and almost talked into coming and being on this show today. If you have not checked out Bingo Love, go check out what's out there about it. And if you can pre-order it still, which there's probably a few spots, get in on that pre-order. But, yeah, the creators of shirtless Bear Fighter were there. It is very, uh, let's say, tongue-in-cheek. But it is a bear fighter like the actual bear. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I asked the creators, they said, were you going for or against or did you even think about the natural gay implication? And they said, we're definitely aware of it. We're not saying it was the intent. We're also not saying it wasn't the intent. So they're very being very coy about what you read into it. And the first issue so far is just a lot of fun and silliness. Honestly, it's kind of like the God Hates Astronauts vein. Um, <laughs> but it's got some really adorable bears and a bearish man who fights bears. And Pantsless. His, Pantsless for much of the issue, though they do blur out his junk. Blah blah. So uh, definitely Basically check it out. Basically down
1: to his ankles.
0: It is from uh, Image, oh. so it is out now. Mm. Check it out, um, Batman. We are in a freaking golden age of Batman right now. Um, not only do we have the Dark Days uh, series uh, summer event starting up that prominently features Batman and Duke and some other characters and, and it will feature all of the DC Universe, but the first issue called The Forge has come out, and it is, well, there's a lot of crazy crap going on with Batman and various characters. And so if you have not checked this out, I will heartily recommend, if you're, if you're a fan of all the DC stuff and love seeing your DC toys play together and you like seeing good story, this is a good event so far I don't know where it's going it could be really insane by the time it's done but we'll see uh, other Batman I highly recommend the war of jokes and riddles this is uh, Tom King's Batman the main book and it is a story Aww, set in Tom King it's, okay so I am freaking falling in love with Tom King as a writer not only is vision one of our favorite books in the last year mm-hmm. which he also did but I've been reading his Omega man book a men sorry freaking um, amazing i've not read sheriff of babylon i need to um he is going to be doing a mr miracle book which i those long-time listeners and people who know me you know i love mr miracle and i'm really beyond excited they're bringing him back in a book but his batman stuff it's um it's a story that is set in the dark knight's past so it is him telling a story basically to Catwoman as he woos her and tries to convince her to marry him um that's a thing and it is all about the time that the Joker and the Riddler went to war. It is a brand new story. It is not based on any one old thing, but it is telling a very classic sort of story of Batman in a very modern sensibility. It's not like a throwback thing, but it's meant to be set sort of in the early days of the Cape Crusader, and it so far has been excellent. Did so Batman
1: send her a telegram? no, no. <laughs> or,
0: or his, an email with his laptop ne- neither happened
1: well you said the, the classic days of Luke Cape oh, Crusader yeah, yeah, so yeah, no, I no, figured no. you know they sent it by a carrier pigeon
0: it was actually smoke signals oh. even longer so uh, artwork um, some really great art um, and just the story has been so good finally one more book I have to mention because they're wrapping it up uh, at least this uh, series uh, of, of series Jupiter's Legacy this is a book by Mark Miller and Frank Quitely.
1: Starring Channing Tatum? No. no? Exactly oh, it looks okay.
0: like. um, first of all, if you're not a fan of Frank that Quitely. Was, was that,
1: that was uh, Jupiter Ascending. Oh, uh, that's Jupiter what Ascending. you were sorry. doing. My yeah, bad.
0: Oh, yep. Valerian, city of thousand worlds. No, that, mm-hmm. that too.
1: no that's Rihanna. Oh,
0: so that's right. <laughs> if you're not a, fran- a fan of Frank Quitely, um, and not. I wasn't at first, I you actually can, admit. You can
3: quietly fuck off.
0: Well, nice. I, I will
1: loudly fuck off, but <laughs> I, I
3: do not
0: like his work. hate Frank Quietly. Back when I read The Authority, and even I think I've talked about this on the show, Superman, um, also Superman, I hated it. But he has become quickly like one of my favorite artists of all time. He's very slow and methodical. There's a lot of detail. But um, finally, the fifth book of the Jupiter's Legacy, second volume, came out. And it's a little oversized. It wraps up the story really tidily. But at the end of the issue, end of book two, Jupiter's Requiem begins 2019. 2019. So at least it sounds like he's going to get maybe a little head start on getting um, more Frank Quietly art. So that's awesome. If you've been following Jupiter's Legacy, obviously you're going to go get this. If you haven't, go get it. It's in trades. Jupiter's Circle is sort of the prologue dealing with sort of your classic but reimagined, like, characters from the Golden Age, based loosely but not entirely around the ones you know, and um, continue on with Jupiter's Legacy, it is highly recommended and very worth it. Any comics you're reading, BJ?
3: Um, Spider-Man 2.
0: Electric Boogaloo.
3: Um, So, just something that has been, I don't know if this is just me going slowly going crazy, or... Or what, but I've just been noticing in Marvel's run of comics, uh, like I've been reading Black Panther, and there was just an issue where um, T'Challa goes and talks to the previous kings. And all the previous kings know about the multiverse collapse. T'Challa knows about the multiverse collapse. Um, they've kind of hinted that Miles remembers. Well, so T'Challa everything. does
0: because he was part of the um, uh, Illuminati. Oh, the, the new Avengers book. Remember, he was yeah, part of that whole he was, team. He was a part of that team. So, I mean, that might be why. And he had a miles does over.
1: because he gave Molecule Man a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger. That's
0: right. So, and um, that's
1: why he got to get his family back.
3: Exactly, and his friends. Um, but here is the that's interest- it, everybody come on the fuck over. Let's do here's, it. Here is the interesting, interesting, interesting thing though is that at the end of the Spider Man um, first Spider Man story. Spiderman. Pider Pider. Pider Packer? piter, piter. 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 piter, piter Packer. Um Peter Googles Miles. Yeah. To see who who's his version.
0: In the six one
3: six. In the six one six. Well, interestingly enough, he's still there. The other Miles still exists within that so world. So they didn't
0: collapse into one person. It's, no, it's they the didn't whole.
3: collapse into one person. So now it's raising a whole bunch of questions to me is like, so Molecule Man just stuck this person and his friends and family kind of in here with their previous histories, but like didn't fix any inconsistencies. So there's another Miles Morales out there, and apparently it's a big deal. Like, I don't know if he's a bad guy, but they they start touching on it because the comic starts after they find out who he is. And Peter's not happy, and Miles is like, this is screwed up. And so, and then you've got Peter that's also on his whole, like, responsibility binge. Like, I shouldn't have let you be Spider-Man. Um, nonsense. But, um, yeah, no, I just found it super interesting, because I didn't think they were ever going to finish that. I thought that just got ate up. Um,
0: ben, this was pretty clear that he put that out there as a thing he could come back to. So, I mean, yep. i I didn't know when he was going to get to it, so I'm glad they're doing it. But, yeah, um,
3: um, it, the issue one just came on out. He talked about that word
0: balloon and was saying like, you know, yeah, no, yeah I, this is a thing I wanted to follow up on." Uh, so I'm glad he's doing it. And yeah. It sounds like
3: it's good. So I'm I'm very excited.
0: Um, Secret Empire is still moving along. Um I love I the tie-ins, have not been reading much of the tie-ins. I've been reading the Captain America books. Um, I'm the, glad you're enjoying them. The Doctor Strange one is, is that good?
3: Phenomenal. Dennis it's,
0: Hopeless is writing that one, and I'm it's, very not surprised that it's great it's I haven't caught Doctor
3: it. Strange and uh, Spider-Woman and like a random lawyer of course Spider-Woman running in. around New York um, with the defenders all captured and Wilson Fisk like I'm here to help
0: and I'm just like
3: are you though and it's it's but it's just fun it's, New
0: York is trapped in like like the bubble
3: yeah it well, it's a dark dimension bubble dark dimension like Mordo was just like you know what we're just gonna put that in a bubble and ta-da here mm-hmm. you go Captain so um, yeah, That's no, it's good.
0: that it's been a really good tie-in. I am, I am interested to see how this all wraps up. It's Crazy Town, Banana Pants. There's a lot of news coming out about generations and Marvel legacy, and trying to see what all shakes out of that. Now that we're getting like little bits and pieces of clues of what comes next, how they get there from where they are, mm-hmm. especially with Steve Rogers and that whole situation, and then the apparent like other Steve Rogers and other possible. Bucky and uh, uh, what's his name um uh, Falcon. Falcon, Sam Wilson. Sam.
1: My brain's stuck. Is it Sam or is it Rhodey?
0: Oh, I didn't think about that. See, and that's the other thing we yeah. haven't said. Yeah. Well, because
1: because it's dead characters.
0: It or could be is the it dead
1: Captain America from if if the theory is right from civil from the first Civil War? Um, oh,
0: was that the theory? I didn't. Oh, I uh, you weren't
1: here for uh, CBR published this whole theory that. Um, it's not a
0: spoiler it's a theory
1: when Even he was the shot point. with a bullet that he saw his life go into directions and the captain that we have now is the bad captain like there's this whole weird thing uh, I'll find the, the hmm. article yeah. and well, I'll share the bullet you shot it. with
0: was like this weird time, time bullet thing. but
1: yeah. they they I guess there was a um the epilogue book or like whatever it was showed him like living through and he was couldn't like touch anything like he was reliving his life and then possibly that he actually like did something and then that's what caused this whole
0: this whole split see I feel like the way that Marvel is going to find a like a way to sort of do a reset without really resetting everything is they're going to have some kind of like a collapse Based on all the time things happening, and well, you, that's what well, they're going to the vanishing these, point. Well, and there's that's the, vanishing is, point that's the out, end of which this is whole that, thing. Totally yep. a DC thing, by the way. Rip oh. Hunter in the vanishing point, but whatever. Um, like I see that as their get out of jail free card to bring back live versions of Cap and Wolverine and whoever else they want, but yet keeping the current crop, so they're not taking away the great representation and new characters that they're building off. Yeah. So they really are trying to do the DC rebirth. I mean, this is the way the industry always works. One ind- one company like Marvel does one thing, and the DC sort of does their version of it, or reverse that. Yeah. Like it's whatever is working, and then they'll kind of yeah. It's weird how that all works out. And it's what's even funnier is it's not individual writers. It's not it's not a global conspiracy. It's not like Marvel brass going we're going to do DC's thing. It's individual writers who kind of know each other and sort of influence each other. So it's really it's really kind of fascinating to see how all that uh, evolves. But. Um, but anyway all that's coming out and um, I'm very interested to see what types of stories come out of this I'm also very interested to see if I even care and want us to keep reading comics to be quite honest there are many moments where I have these existential crises of comic book reading and I go do I need to keep reading because I love obviously I love books like we talked about Mm -hmm. but I'll be honest there are many weeks where my stack doesn't get read right away in fact it sits. I have books both in like a physical stack and now on my Kindle or but tablet. Just put them in your bathroom. They're just while well, there or pretty. on my tablet. And when I travel, that's like a nice, easy, quick way to do that. But I just – if I don't like jump into a book because I'm super excited mm-hmm. – it makes me question. Well, why are you buying it? Because you're buying it when it comes out. And it's brand new, and you want to know. Because if I didn't care and needed to know right away, I would just read it later. That's
3: why I like this. So kind of, you can get it cheaper later. Over the past like three, four years, that's why I like this whole sort of thing where it's like we're going to do a story, and this book may end, or we may do another story. And like, kind of like how Young Avengers, the yeah. second run of Young Avengers went, it was like it was short and sweet, and. I want more of it, and if they're ever willing to bring it back or just ha- eventually have the, all those
0: same characters
3: in a book, mm-hmm. I'm all for it.
0: Um, I like that, but I also love like the Hickman secret, uh, tie-in or build-up to Secret Wars. Yeah. Because that was this epic story that Hickman planned way in advance and even built out of things he had previously written and resolved in such a cool major event. That's why I read comics more than these, like, like you're saying, sort of the six issues or four issues or whatever issues, story, and then you're done. Because, again, those I could read whenever. But these sort of more engaging, long-term stories, like even the War of Jokes and Riddles, I don't know how long it's going to run, but I'm totally on board because it's an interesting sort of longer-form story. So I don't know. I kind of fall in between. But just in general, like I I have definitely cut back book-wise. Like, overall, I don't spend as much. But, like... Marvel and DC both have sort of been Struggling in a lot of ways to me As a reader of forever yeah. Since I was a kid In keeping me engaged And not because they're doing stuff that I don't relate to It's not that It's just I think a quality of writing Maybe a quality of editing too Certainly in some cases the art
3: we're, And we're in a big but. shift
0: right now I've noticed we're in a big shift Like the way people tell stories
3: How people tell stories Like um, like the, the uh, uh, what's her name's current run of Hulk like all that uh, like it's it's very much we're kind of like you've had these characters like that's the one thing i've enjoyed about marvel is you really don't have to make new characters anymore uh, like if you haven't completely gotten rid of a character or it hasn't been licensed off weird or something like right i like this kind of coming back to certain characters and yeah. everything I, it, I like it when dc does it um you know, I, I I like it that now in this day and age, you can either tell a new story or a different kind of story than you have with certain characters, because just writing styles have changed, or you can build new characters from a character's past, or and that, you can revisit a legacy, a legacy character. A legacy and
0: DC has been doing this for years and years and yeah. years, and Marvel to some extent has as well. Marvel's just more of a let's keep the mantle, whereas DC likes to have like the generational they have flash they have kid flash they have silver silver age y- yeah, they, yeah they just do a- so anyway I, I'm, I'm in a period of transition I've told Pat several times I'm gonna stop buying comics I'm gonna stop buying comics you're turning into a woman I went, I went through the same thing I just bought oh. trades wow uh, I switched and that might for a while. be what happens but the other thing is I don't like having physical things and so honestly it's actually when Marvel got rid of the digital codes because they did for a little bit you know you don't like physical things I stopped buying a lot of books. In fact, I cut out almost all of my books because I was like, why, wow, I'll just buy them digitally. Even if they're the same price as the physical one, if you're not giving me both in one book, I'm less inclined to buy the physical <laughs> And Marvel saw that happening all over the place, and so guess what? They brought them back. And DC's actually started doing the digital codes. So it's weird. Like, I could totally see just dropping into digital or some weird hybrid of the thing. I don't know. It's still a, it's still a thought in formation, but... Um, we're not going to stop covering comics, so don't you worry. If you are worried, you may be like, I've tuned out years ago because I don't like comic books. Who reads comics these days? I don't know Spirit who would
1: animals. Be.
0: Yeah, really. But uh, we still care about comics, so we're not going anywhere.
1: And Cable's going to be bringing back the new mutants. Oh. I'm excited. Oh. The art looks horrible. <laughs> I'm t- I hope I don't meet that artist ever.
0: But anyway. Oh, I've
3: been enjoying Generation X also.
0: I'm glad you are. It's getting... Well, anyway, so you like it. Why do you like it? Oh, well, no, I just... I,
3: I like well, I like Jubilee. All the changes she's been through and everything, I like I like where the character's at. I like how she's kind of in charge of these sort of in-between, like... They're not really... Tweens? They're not really superheroes, but they're not really ambassadors. You definitely don't want them as ambassadors. It's just kind of team that, like, yeah, we're mutants... We do things. Can I get my diploma and leave so they're now? Apathetic. Yeah, it's the it's the very it's a very apathetic group, and like I definitely don't call them heroes. Um, and like when Quentin Quire's there, of course they're gonna. Oh be yeah, kinda, Jesus! Yeah. Like at that, he's he's borderline antagonist.
4: Yeah, just usually. he's
3: borderline. It, it, no matter what you put him in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the the like I like bling. I like I, I boy is just so weird. <laughs> Um,
0: My favorite way that IBoy has been drawn is when Ramon Perez drew him. If you go back to Wolverine and the X Men and yep. you see him in that, looks great. Of course every other you version, do. listen. Every mm-hmm. other version I've seen, I've been like, mm, that looks weird. So I, I like I'm it. Glad so far. you're enjoying it. Um, Cena Grace's Iceman has been a treat. I absolutely. I am very happy that they have announced that. I guess they're bringing. Oh gosh, it was like the Defender champions, the no. old champions, oh, the old ch- the seventies original original like sort of version. Yeah. So, uh, like, he's having a lot of fun in that book. I'm very excited to talk more about that with him in person. It was featured on E! The e Entertainment magazine. Yep. I was like, what? He's a great example of a queer writer-artist telling stories about a queer character that isn't just, like, pandering and making it about him being a queer character. It's, 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 it's good Iceman, so uh, I'm very happy about that. Gene Gray's been fun. That also, fun. Gene Gray has been fun. I do like the Phoenix issue.
3: I love Punky Brewster, Gene. <laughs>
0: Lord, um, Small Miracle, Gene. <laughs> so, if you have any comic books that you, Mickey the Robot from Small Wonder, <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> no. <laughs> if you would like to tell us about any comics that we're overlooking, and we clearly did, t- we didn't scratch the surface of indie slash Image, any other publisher, and we're bad about that. So, if you have a good recommendation. Please message us on Facebook. Send us an email at flamemonshow.com. Just let us know what you're reading and we'll talk about it and check it out. Um, I think that would be kind of cool to learn more about why people are yeah. enthusiastic about comics. Especially for me, again, suffering this crisis of, you know, whatever, comic book purchasing. Um, we mentioned all our social media stuff. But, again, if you have any doubt of where we are in the world, go to flamemonshow.com. You can find us at those respective places.
1: If you'd like to give us some money... You can always go to uh, the Nerdy Show Patreon site, patreon.com forward slash nerdy show. Mm-hmm. And um, you can even earmark some of that money and it'll come to us directly. We
0: love We money. love when that happens. And we always try to spend it wisely, whether it's buying beer or buying pizza, maybe bar- beer and pizza. We're overdue for a pizza party. Be still my heart. Beer and pizza? It's, it's kind of nice, right? BJ gets to eat. <laughs> Uh, I always to we uh, we love no we really do like seeing the sport we have some patreon specific ideas coming that might be fun.
3: I still want to do that calendar
5: oh
0: God the calendar how about I just draw it for us instead you can draw your your month if, like you can do anything for if your you calendar. donate at such and such a level Jared will come back and do album art that's the <laughs> if we can pay him for his time then that would be fun
5: I'm expensive <laughs> you've gotten very pricey. <laughs>
0: Um, but no, seriously, find the on Show on Facebook or wherever, and just tell us what you like. Tell us that you're out there listening. We love getting feedback. We have actually one of our listeners, Ed Apsey, who I actually went to school with, which was kind of cool hearing from him, uh, talking about Riverdale and how much he's loving that and how he's a big Archie fan. So we, Ed, I'm telling you, uh, I'll tell you in person if I come up to D.C. soon, I want to finish Riverdale, because I did not. And I want us to have a little roundtable maybe right before the next season comes out. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm down for that. It's, it's so deliciously even, weird. I might even be able to convince Dan Parent to come on and do that with us. Yay! I'm pretty sure he'd be cool with that. Because we talked a lot about Riverdale and mm-hmm. how he's Dan happy Fair. about Kevin Keller and all that. So, so we'll see. Uh, but thank you, Ed, for writing in. If any of you want to write us, we will definitely include the, the message. We'll answer questions. Whatever you want on the show, just let us know. Um, I think that is about it. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Oh, one-ups. I yeah. almost forgot the one-ups. Oh, we'll so the one-ups are our it. segment that we do that is stuff that is giving us life. These are little nods, little references, little promotions, if you want, of okay. what uh, again is making you uh, have the joie de vie. I probably totally butchered my French. <laughs> but the joy of life. BJ, what's your one-up? Um, guys, are you ready for this? No. Are you I totally wasn't. Are you sitting down? Are your
3: clothes on? You know I'm not. Because there's a show that's coming back for a third season that features people's clothes exploding. Oh Jesus. Food Wars: The <laughs> Third Plate is coming out in September and I cannot I can't deal. I can't even. I can't I can't do anything but sit patiently and wait because I, I watched the first two seasons and I was like this is deliciously weird and then I was like oh I guess they only, they're only going to do the two season thing even though the, uh, the manga keeps going well apparently they put out a cookbook of all the different recipes uh, from the show because there were actual recipes which I didn't realize they were actual things um, you could make and it, they, like, they can't keep them in stock in Japan. Digital copies are always selling uh, somebody's working on a translation copy for here in the US um so they were like well people clearly like the show so let's keep it going so well, food wars season 3 the third plate is out and i am i'm gagging
0: You're gagging I on all that realness
3: Gagging on all of that delicious food clothing okay. explosion
0: Jared, what about you? Uh,
5: all things will pale uh, as far as my, my anticipation growing for uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Yeah, Whenever that oh comes out. So nothing else will take priority in my life except that.
0: <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Pat?
1: I will go with a television show as well that will be sort of television, sort of movie. Um, they've announced that Sailor Moon Crystal season four will not be an episodic format, so we will not oh. have thirteen chapters like the mangas. Um, it's going to be two movies.
3: Is Some that kind the, of, is that the that's the one with the horse?
1: <sighs> the dream <sighs> horse, fucking Pegasus, <laughs> Dream uh, horse. Yeah, they they steal people's. Dreams and, or no, Pegasus hides in the dreams. So they have to that's they have to find it's yeah. it they, focuses on Chibi Moon, which makes me want to smack the shit out of the season because mm-hmm, I can't stand mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and I I do love Mia Pegasus, but honestly, maybe it's just watching that season where <laughs> it was so fucking like, you know, and it's I mean it's a it was a Sailor Moon cartoon. Obviously they do the same thing all the time, but it was like her doing that thing with the fucking bell and that that little speech to get Pegasus to come and save the day made me want to punch <laughs> Pegasus in the face. Sorry, but I keep hearing Pegasus and I keep thinking of Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh.
5: <laughs> Hello, Yu-Gi-Boy. Oh, God. You should cosplay as him. Uh, Ooh,
3: White I'm old,
1: wig. I'm old.
3: <laughs> I mean, I thought so was he.
1: Yeah, but I'm not flawless. He was... <sighs> woke up like this. Hashtag flawless.
0: So uh, I want to give uh, a friend and were you done? I'm sorry. I thought you were done. And that's what's giving me life. Oh God. So I want to give <laughs> Janet Lee a friend of ours and a dear wonderful artist. You've probably seen her work in Return of the Dapper Men. Um, she's done some other books that are sort of here and there. Um, Lost Vegas. It uh, was an image book she did. It was really cool. But um, but she did a commission for us at Heroes Con. We just got it after we got back from uh, P Town, and it is Havoc. Which one do you think our I'm talking dog. about? Our 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 dog oh, sweet in baby. a Havoc outfit. She has a whole series of like Wolverine, Wolverine. So it's like <laughs> a little Wolverine with claws. And so when we were trying to come up with what commission to have her do, mm-hmm. I think, I don't remember which of us came up with it first, but it was like. You did. Was that me? Okay. Uh, but I'm like, oh my God, you could put Havoc in the Havoc costume and it would be adorable. And now he'll probably have to get that costume at some point. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, if any of our fashion friends want to help us uh, figure that out. Dan Williams, <laughs> can you construct this outfit for Dan, our dog? Of, of <laughs> all our friends, Dan could Yeah, I can think Dan, out. Dan,
1: Dan could pull um,
0: that. So anyway, it's really cute. We'll put it up on on the, the Flame On Facebook page uh, and all our other places so you can check it out. It's really adorable. Uh, and thank you, Janet. We love you and you're awesome and I look forward to seeing you very soon It probably San Diego. Um, Anything else? We're all good. That's it. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for listening. And if you made it this far, you get a gold star on your chart of podcast achievements. We actually track these things, so just believe me, of course. Don't worry. Uh, We're in your house. There you go. We have secret cameras everywhere. We're totally not spying on you watching our dogs. Uh, Thank you. Always
1: watching, Wazowski. (laughs) Always watching. Other random funny
0: thing in P-Town. The owner, our manager of the place that we stayed which is kind of like a motel but has houses attached uh-huh. um, totally always watching us oh. all
1: minutes of the day see I thought you were just saying it's going to be like Roz yeah, so it's, well, yeah. she, well she didn't look like Roz but literally it was like yeah. she, wa- she wanted to be all up in your business
0: oh welcome back oh where'd you go last night oh did you have fun oh how late did you get in was she oh, an God. older
1: woman she was. Okay. And there
3: was yeah. a blackout, too, one there. And like, oh,
1: the great blackout. When the, when the power came back on, was she
3: just standing in the living room, like, thought she could use a snack?
2: <laughs>
3: no, but she did yell out
1: the window to Chris, and she's like, Where are you going? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Thankfully,
0: he was just going to get ice. <laughs> yeah, it was nothing good, but. I and mean, then it would have been funny if it was like, On my way to the Dick Doc. Why do you got to know? <laughs> Right open my stuff. <laughs> if you don't know where the dick doc is, maybe we'll have a special bonus episode and about that someday. to collect seed, madam. Oh, my God. On that note. All right. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, and uh, see ya.
5: Thanks for listening to Flame On, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes, like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. At patreon.com slash nerdy show, you can fund the whole Nerdy Show Network and unlock a plethora of amazing bonus content and early releases. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and Flame On on all your favorite social networks.